Hello, and welcome to Ready for Love Radio. This is your host and love coach, Nikki Lee. Today, today we are going to talk to Erica Wheelerlight, and we're going to talk about confidence and empowerment. And you know, listeners, y'all know those are two of my favorite topics, and especially empowerment. I love talking about empowerment, and especially how people can be empowered. So, you know that when I found a confidence and empowerment coach, I was like, bring it on. we got to talk about this. So, Erica, it's awesome to have you with me today. Oh, it's awesome to be here. I'm so excited to talk about all the things. It's going to be great. You know what? I'm I'm looking at your list of stuff, and I'm like, oh yeah, yep, yep, yep. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have a good little conversation. And an empowerment coach. I love that. I love this. Yes. You know, so so you're a confidence and empowerment coach that helps us to reclaim your aliveness and outrageous. Okay. In addition to coaching. You're a successful podcaster and professional speaker. You, your work has been featured in uh, Galore, Epic Times, and Cosmo. And you can read more about her and listen to her podcast on her website, wethelight.org. Okay, and you, you've got a free ebook called from perfectionist to pleasure expert. You know, I think being perfect is way over <laughs> overestimated and all this. But now pleasure expert, I like the sound of that. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Pleasure expert sounds so much more fun. I, wow. So, um... I, I'm, we're we're going to talk about the ebook later. Don't don't let me forget. Don't let me forget. Okay. Okay. So now some of some of the topics that you you mentioned that you might like to talk about, just to kind of tease the listeners. Okay. <laughs> Pleasure, self love, confidence, radiance, empowerment. Mm. I like those. Yeah. I like those a lot. Yeah. Yes, okay. <laughs> those all sound good. <laughs> I just, you know, when we talk to you for a little bit, I think we can have fun with those topics. I just do. Oh. oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. Okay. So, so let's, let's start. Now, pleasure. Okay. So, you know, I... I get the feeling from talking to some people that they kind of get stuck in a rut sometimes. You know, maybe maybe life just kind of gets to the point where they're just kind of stuck in a rut and things maybe get kind of a little boring, maybe. You know what I mean? Yeah. They just kind of... The same old, same old kind of thing. So if if people kind of get into the same old routine, how can they bring pleasure back into their lives if 
they feel like they've gotten stuck in a rut. Ooh, let's that, let's start off with a bang. Let's just let's, let's get their attention. And should they put the kids to bed before we start this conversation? Yes. Yeah. I'm like, hey, this, you You started with such a genius question. I'm like, ooh, what a juicy question for re, for us to dive into. I'm like, ooh, you hit the nail on the head with this one. Well, I, you know, I, I, yeah. I feel bad when people get stuck in a rut and, and things get boring. Right. And, and you know, they just don't look forward to spending time with their partners and their significant others and so let's let's just get their let's grab their attention right off the bat okay Perfect. so if things things are boring and I, I like juicy okay so how can they bring pleasure back and let's don't bowl them over too hard okay we don't Perfect. we don't want to <laughs> overwhelm them but how can we bring pleasure back Love it. Okay, this is actually like perfect. It's so funny because getting out of a rut, it's funny because pleasure is the antidote or the answer to that. Because you know the deal. I see mm-hmm. so often people getting in a rut or or going on autopilot, right? Like, okay, every I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to eat the same turkey sandwich every day. I'm going to do like, you know, like there's this like repetitive, which okay, there's nothing wrong with that, but I see people going on autopilot in their life. Right. And with pleasure, why I love pleasure or at least working with pleasure like in the mundane or in the everyday, it's you're really in a high integrity, integrous version of yourself. Because you're like, okay, Erica, what version of pleasure resonates now? What do I need now? Like for me, pleasure has, and we'll talk about this probably, like there's so many reasons why I'm obsessed with pleasure. But for me, it really was an (laughs) excellent tool to get to know myself. Because I was like, okay, instead of being, instead of, assuming what I needed, I had to get really honest. I had to really listen of, okay, in this moment, the pleasure that I need is to lay in bed and with a cup of tea. And tomorrow's pleasure may be, I want to be with my 13, you know, 13 closest girlfriends hitting the city. You know what I mean? But I had to get good at listening to my needs and my wants and honoring them. So uh, is it cool if I give uh, a tool, right? A very light tool. Is it cool if we start with a, a light tool that people can start to implement? Sure. Perfect. So I want, um, if this resonates with some of the listeners, I want there's this to be a question that you could start to integrate on the reg, on the on the daily. And the question is, how can I make this moment more pleasurable? So we think, you know, we have we reserve like pleasurable things in our lives, like you know, like probably amazing restaurants, um, interactions with partners, like. But we so often are, we think like, oh, pretend going to the DMV can't be pleasurable, or or cleaning out my closet <laughs> can't be pleasurable. Like these are horrible things. And so what this question is is I wanted to put kind of flip it on its head. So it's like, okay, if I was going to purge my closet, how could I make it more pleasurable? If I was going to go to the DMV, how would I make it more pleasurable? Well, maybe I'd pack an amazing snack. Maybe I'd pack like a little picnic basket. Maybe I'd pick my favorite book. Maybe, you know what I mean? So instead of it feeling like, ugh, autopilot, womp, womp, dry energy, 
how can I make this moment more pleasurable? It kind of gives you a little bit more power, a little bit more um, like author of your own life that you're like, ooh, okay, like how am I going to make this moment more playful? How am I going to make this moment more fun? You get to play more instead of feeling like, womp womp energy if that makes sense so the question the tool that i want everyone to take away with them today is how can i make this moment more pleasurable how can i make this experience more pleasurable well you know that's like um if if you have a long drive that you have to go somewhere and you're going by yourself then maybe you could take the audiobook of matthew mcconaughey's biography and listen to him read it while you're going <laughs> Yes, yes, exactly. Instead of it being like, oh, this stinks, it's like, okay, well, you could. that's a sure way to make it a lot more fun. It's, I, just, just, that's just something that popped into my head. You know? I love it. I mean, it's, I'm like, that actually sounds great. <laughs> so, you know, instead of going by yourself, you get to take Matthew with you. Uh, yeah, it sounds fun to me. Yeah, but, oh, yeah. I mean... The guys may not enjoy it, but I know I would. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. And that's what's so fun about the pleasure thing is, like, we each have our different blueprints. We each have our own, like, season that we're in and wants. So it's so cool. Like, your version, I mean, we also could collaborate. Like, actually, I'm like, that Matthew McConaughey thing sounds great. You know, like, so so I may collaborate with you. But we each have our own different blueprint, like our own different tasting menu. You know what I mean? And the cool thing about pleasure in this way is we get to discover what we like and what we don't like. And I'll say this with the autopilot thing. So often when we're in autopilot or we're in, we're in a rut, we don't, we're not really conscious or like awake of what's happening in our lives. So we're like, here I go, here I have the, I always say this, but like, here I go, here I am eating like the turkey sandwich again. But doing pleasure work, it, it kind of gives us an opportunity to look like, do you even like the turkey sandwich? What do you actually want to eat? Do you actually, do you want to bring it in a brown paper bag? Or do you want to bring it in, um, a different type of lunch bag. You know what I mean? So it's it's just giving us like some room to play and again, it we learn so much about ourselves when we investigate what would make us feel alive and radiant again. Well, you know, something I found too is when you can learn to find pleasure in small things, yeah, that helps. Totally. Like I I was I, I love like the dollar stores and like big lots and that kind of store that that has really off the wall things cheap and like I found I I love the color purple okay mm-hmm. I just I do and I found bright purple lunch bags I just, mm. I I don't and I just love the bright purple lunch bags because yes. brown is boring. Just, yep. Everybody has brown lunch bags. So I like the bright purple, you know, or like I rarely buy candy bars. I just, I don't do it. So when I do, it's a treat or yes. I put them in the freezer and then I get one because when they're really cold, especially in the summertime, they're twice as good to me, you know, or I rarely have a soft drink, so when I do, it's a treat. 
you know, so I, I do little things like that that, I mean, I know a lot of people may take it for granted and have 20 a week, mm-hmm. but when I do it for me, it's, it's, a, it's a treat, and I really appreciate it, and so it's a lot more of a pleasure for me just because I do it so rarely. You know, so yeah. if you can, if you can do stuff like that, or do any any kind of thing more rarely, and it is a treat, and it is a pleasure, and it is more of a special kind of thing. It, it, uh, you know what I'm trying to say. I so um, know what you're trying to say. Yeah, you're on it. Absolutely. Don't don't take those kind of things for granted, and it's amazing what a difference it can make for you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's all I energy. Mean, I know people that, that treat themselves all the time right. and have a very different attitude about things. Right. I just, I've never been that way. I just, I always have have had things that I do like that, and I do them rarely. So they are a treat for myself. Right. And it's, you know, it works out really well. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Uh, Yeah. I think you hit it beautifully, too, because, you know, it's, it's, I think so often when people hear pleasure, first of all, a lot of things happen. But one of the many things that could happen is, (laughs) there's a lot, but one of them down the line, maybe not the first impulse, is, that's so frivolous it needs to be and a lot of people think it needs to be like this like full out you know wild adventure you know it needs to be like the best of the best and the vit and i'm like no like you hit it like it could be as simple as you know putting an ice cream bar in the fridge or instead of i always say this instead of if you order dinner right instead of just scarfing it down what would it be like to put it on a beautiful plate and the plate doesn't have to be from bloomingdale's you can go to a thrift store you know what i mean but like what would it be like instead of to scarf down the 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 takeout what would it be like to put it on a beautiful plate or instead of chugging back the kombucha like what would it be like to put it in a beautiful goblet like it's these micro little adjustments but you know the deal like they actually they feel like a treat they feel exciting and uh it's it just it just feels good and they're micro things that we think oh that's so not important but it does change our energy right right yeah or even even have just a special a special glass that you pick a special whatever yep yes Just do do a little something extra for yourself. Yep, I totally get that. Yep. It does make a difference. Yes, it does. It does. Well, and taking the time to do something special and extra for yourself. Yeah. You know, there's even times that I'll be at the store and I'll I'll see, like, and I I love tulips. I absolutely Mm -hmm. love tulips, right? And occasionally I'll be at the store and I'll see like a a, a group of tulips and I'll just buy them for myself just mm-hmm. because, mm-hmm. you know. And okay. it's just something I do to treat myself, you know. Yep. So, yeah, it just, and it's okay to do stuff for yourself. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be something huge. Nope. You know. 
Exactly. And I think that's the cool part of this. Like, it could be, if you are like, I'm in a place where I could, I want to spend something and I want it to be crazy, great. Like a, a trip or something, absolutely. But it, like you said, it could be as buying uh, a coffee for yourself or buying flowers or, or we could get creative and be like, okay, what's something free I can do for myself? You know, like the great thing about this yes. is that you could spend a million dollars, but you absolutely don't have to. Like, it, 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 the, the result mm. is equally the same spending a dollar you know what I mean so the great news is like we get to be creative about this it's about serving ourselves and giving back to ourselves yep yeah well sometimes I just want to stop at the park and go swing on the swings exactly (laughs) yes yes exactly (laughs) exactly that sounds great actually (laughs) yes Um, sometimes it's just something that reminds you of a simpler time and when things were just easier, you know, and it just makes a difference. Yeah. But I completely get that. Yeah. All right. Now, another thing that can really help us when we're kind of stuck in a rut and maybe just kind of need to work on our mindset. Mm-hmm is to feel more confident. Because yeah. sometimes, sometimes our confidence kind of needs a boost. And there can be a lot of different reasons for that. But what, what are some tips or tricks that you might have to help people if, if their confidence needs a little help? Because mm. like I said, we, we, all, we all have times when, when our confidence might be a little lacking. Yeah, yeah. I actually have two tips. So the first mm-hmm. one is celebrations. And so Ooh. often... Like it? Yeah, yeah, but yes. So celebrations, because so often we go into the critical brain, we go into our wrongness. Like, oh, you could have done this. This is wrong. This is bad. And we think that that critical brain serves us, right? Because it's getting us to our goal. <sighs> I'm going to challenge that. <laughs> well, sometimes it's also holding us back from our goals, though. So, Yes, exactly. The critical brain, you know, it can serve us a purpose. But like you said, like more often than not, it, it, it doesn't. So I want to talk about, and we could talk about that another day, going into the brain and how it serves us, but I want to jump into these two really cool tools. And the first one, like we started to talk about, was celebrations. And instead of finding, because I don't know about you, but we so often we have tendencies to find what's wrong. Um, you know, we scan what I did wrong, how I was, how was I bad today? Like we really find ways to find ourselves wrong. So this tool is all about celebrating. You can share it with a friend. You can write it down. Uh, you could say it out loud when you're driving. But I want you to find things that you can celebrate about yourself that day. Wins, celebrations, humble brags that you can highlight and say, hey, you know what? I'm, I'm going to find the good in myself. I'm going to find the celebration. I'm going to find what I did right, and I'm going to get behind that. So that's the first tool. Easy, doable. You know, try to do it every day if you can. Great. 
And the second one, which is more in the confidence realm, especially body confidence, is uh, is a mirror exercise. And what I oh, want yeah. you to do, yeah, I'm like, well, that's a good, good juicy <laughs> yeah. one. <laughs> we love that. <laughs> so the second one is anytime you pass a mirror or a reflective surface, even if on Zoom or your phone, when you remember, I want you to find three compliments about yourself. So when you pass the mirror, instead of being like, oh, I hate this, uh, this is wrong, this is bad, <laughs> like, hold up, hold up, hold up. Wait, look how beautiful this is. Look how amazing this is. And after a, a while, you'll be like, I already did this. I already said I liked my arms or this or that. What I want you to do is almost look at yourself with childlike curiosity. So instead of doing these broad strokes, which are great, we could be like, ooh, I love how my left eyebrow curves. So almost like as if a kid was looking at a piece of art. And instead of making it wrong, they get curious. They get interested. They spot, ooh, they find the texture and the beauty. And we want to do that. We want to get behind ourselves. So seeing the mirror, seeing the reflection is an opportunity to find the good, to find the beauty in us all the time. And sometimes my clients, what they do is they do the physical, right? Like, oh, I love my eyebrows or I'm celebrating my hair or I'm celebrating, you know, my eyelashes or whatever. And they also can uh, layer this and say, oh, I love how this body holds such a brave heart or a courageous soul or I love how I make time for myself, whatever, whatever, whatever. But the, the cliff notes is every time we see that reflective surface, boom, it's an opportunity, inv invitation to find the good, to find the celebrations about ourselves. Interesting. Well, yeah. yeah. Sometimes <clears throat> that too can include getting outside the box and like, you know, change things up, mm -hmm. you know, change your hairstyle. Change your hair color. Don't you, you don't have to get nuts with it, you know. You don't have to like, you know, have have rainbow hair colors, you know. Right. But but do something something different, you know. Yes. Don't keep it the same all the time, you know. Or or you know, if you dress the same sort of way all the time, you know, go out and get you like just just one or two pieces of clothing that are just different from what you would normally do. You know, yes. just just get outside the box, you know, do something <laughs> unusual. So, mm. you know, just like we were talking, you know, a little bit ago, is just do something to spoil yourself. It doesn't have to be big, doesn't have to be huge, just do something to give yourself some extra pleasure. So, yes, yes. Bit. And I love, I know we're going to continue on, but I just have to say, I, I love what you said with the, with the candy uh, uh, um, example. Like, I, I, you just, I love how you framed it. It doesn't have to be this crazy outlandish thing. Could it be? Sure. Could it be traveling <laughs> to Italy? Of course we'll take that. But like, it could be as simple as, ooh, I'm going to find this Milky Way and put it in the freezer. And in three days, I'm going to have it. Like, I love that you highlighted for us, like, the simple pleasures and that it could be more, it doesn't have to be huge. It could be accessible. Well, you know, that's like, I, speaking of candy, I <laughs> love this, this very eggs, you know, that they have. Yes. And it was so funny. I was cleaning the freezer one day and I happened to find one of those and, and completely had forgotten it was in there. And it's like, oh, oh my goodness. 
Oh, yeah, that was sweet. You're like, thank you my, for my past self, accidentally. Oh, like, man. how this happened, this is perfect. I don't know how that got there, but oh, yeah. We'll but take yeah. it. We'll take yeah, it. Exactly. That was, that was such a nice thing. But, yeah, thank you, thank you myself. Yeah. <laughs> so... So how can we start to love ourselves even more? And you know, my my listeners know when I say love ourselves, I'm not talking love ourselves in like a oh I am all that. That's not what I mean. That is not the kind of thing I mean. I'm talking a healthy love and cherish myself, except that I'm not perfect. You know, um, appreciate and respect any kind of changes that I need to make and I have made and accept, accept the fact that I have changes I need to make. There's things I need to work on. We all do. We're all a work in progress, you know, but also respect the things that I have done to change and continue to do what I need to, to improve myself, you know? Mm. Mm. So, so how can we start to love ourselves even more? What, oh, what can we do to start that process? Yeah, you know, I think you actually said articulated something so beautiful, which was like that sweet, sacred spot, which is right in the middle. Because I think so often we can go two ends of the spectrum, one being like a little narcissistic, you know, like the one that you're, you know, or I'm I'm all this in a bag of chips and I'm the most important. Or we can go to the other end of the spectrum of, little old me and I'm broken and I need to do all these things to fix myself. And it's like, ah, like both of those polarities feel really uh, crunchy. So you spoke so beautifully (laughs) of that like soft spot in between of like, Hey, and that's where the tools that we talked about before come into play. Like, Hey, okay. Like I I noticed that I have to work on this and this and this, and I'm going to celebrate this. So the duality of, okay, Logistically, yes. There's a there's a, a, a few things that I'd like to work on about myself, and I'm also going to celebrate these amazing things and these amazing qualities. So I think the first start, the first start, the first step to the self love process is really um, being with ourselves. And I think you know, so often we'll talk about body love. I think let's get to body neutrality first. You know what I mean? Like, I want us all to be body love. I want us to be all self-love. But let's get to a place of where we could just hold ourselves and be with ourselves because so often that's not the narrative. So often we're in the ripping ourselves apart space. So first and foremost, especially with my clients, if they're in a real uh, a space of real self-hatred, if I suggest body love, they're like, are you kidding? Like, are, no, like that's like, get out of here, lady. Like, that feels so you know, not safe. So for them, what we do is I'm like, okay, let's take body love for now out of the conversation. Let's go to body neutrality. Like, can we celebrate that your stomach pro like, we don't have to be like, Ooh, I love my stomach. But can we be like, you know what? Like I celebrate that my stomach processes food for me or like, breathing like I'm going to I'm going to celebrate I'm going to have gratitude that like I do four million things throughout my day and my breath I keep breathing and my body keeps functioning and doing so many things so my first step I think is getting to the self-love self-care zone is seeing us from a place of neutrality versus wrongness shame 
um, and just making ourselves so wrong. Does that make sense? It does. It does. Yeah. Well, and I I know that um, I'm I'm still in a support group for uh, with with other people that have well they're they're still in cancer treatment, mm-hmm. and I I stay in there to try to offer support to um, the people even even though I've finished my treatment, and there's so many times in there that that I just it it's just even though I finished the treatment it's just it's still overwhelming, you know to to see the the women that are still fighting it and it's 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 so hard because it's like your body's fighting you you know mm-hmm. and, and it's hard to deal with that sometimes and i love that idea of body neutrality because yeah. you know it it's hard to love your body when you feel like your body's fighting you every step of the way yeah so that's just an awesome idea there's there's actually a program i would put together and I'm going to add you to my list of people I want to talk to when I do that because that would that would be so powerful in that. Awesome. Yes. I love that. Yes, I love please. And especially, I was thinking about that too. You hit it so good because I was thinking when we were talking, uh, you know, especially with cancer or autoimmune or just anything, yeah. when we feel yeah. like, oh, my gosh, there's a part of me that's like, not quote unquote doing what it's supposed to or fighting the neutrality mm. route really goes well too because it's like listen maybe right now I can't g- get behind all of celebrating what my body does because right. some things it's going against me but you know what I'm going to celebrate these two things or I'm going to thank you for doing these three things you know what I mean so it brings a little bit I don't know I think for me and for so many people it's just a little bit more digestible and it's easier for me to get behind neutrality and like seeing it versus like oh full blown love and celebration like yes we'll get there but like let's just start with being ourselves being with ourselves and and getting to a neutral versus wrongness i'm going to ask you to write uh write something for me for one of my other sites i've got one for uh, another condition i have and i i know a lot of people even after they've gone through all of the surgeries and everything we we still have to live with um uh, so many things that we have to fight every day mm-hmm. and it's it's like you know, even after you've gone through a life-threatening um, condition, the body still has so many things that could go wrong at any moment. And uh, it, it's the same kind of a thing with that. So uh, remind me when we're done, I'm going to ask you to, if if you put together something for me for that site, because I think it would be very helpful for, for another support group I'm in. Yes, um, absolutely. I would love that. Uh, like I said, the support group would love that. Yes. So awesome. Don't let me forget that. <laughs> I will. <laughs> so now, yeah. See, you got me all off on, on twenty different things now. Now you got me all distracted. Um. Okay. Let me see. Living our truth. That's yes. that's a phrase that I love. But what does for people that have never heard that before? What does that actually mean? Mm, that's perfect and I think that's totally different but same thing as the body love conversation right like it's like it's like that feels so big like living my truth so let's like right it's like what ah like that's overwhelming so it's like for me the 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 next most available you know like the body neutrality of this conversation is right mm, I guess knowing what I want and being comfortable going after it. You know, I know we talked about like being on the autopilot thing, 
but for me, it's, it's similar to this. So living our truth is, instead of being on autopilot and doing the same thing every single day, it's inviting your truth. So what I mean by this, I know we talked about this before, but like, you know, instead of eating the turkey sandwiches every single day, <laughs> you know, because I was, okay, I'm going to put the turkey sandwiches together. All right, you can still put the turkey sandwiches together here and there. But like asking your body, asking yourself like, what do I actually want? Like, what would make me happy? And I think for me, when I started asking myself, like, wait, I know you, you know, you you tend to do, like, this is your robot mode that you go on, Erica. But I had to start to ask myself, and I was shocked by the answers. So living our truth, first and foremost, I think, again, that feels very aggressive and what does that even mean? So I think the first steps before we even get to living our truth is knowing our truth because we can't yeah. live our truth if we don't know it, right? Like I talk to clients and I'm like, what do you desire? And they're like, I, I don't know, you know, like, so right. first and foremost, like before living our truth and living out loud, it's like, let's get clear on what we want. And again, that could feel a little bit like, Ugh, like big too. So let's like right. micro step it like so small and like, let's ask something frivolous. Like, what do you want for lunch? What type of TV show do you want to listen to today? What, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't have, instead of being like, we have to quit our jobs and travel, like, you know, that feels so overwhelming. So it's like, no, 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 no. It doesn't have to be life-altering desires. We could get there, or we don't have to, but, like, let's take baby steps. Like, what would feel really good right now? Is it a bath, or is it a walk outside, or is it a friend conversation? Does that make sense? So, like, baby baby stepping to listen to what do I need, what do I want to feel my most truthful, radiant self. Right, right. Yeah. Now, how can we start to live our truth? Because mm. that's, that's not really something that you... It, it's better not to dive in head first. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> kind of better to, because like you said, first, first you got to figure out what your truth is. Yes. You know, we, we actually, believe it or not, I just had parts of this conversation with another guest two weeks ago who actually you should meet and have on your show. Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. You'll have to, you'll have to go back and listen. We actually, believe it or not, his name is Master Joshua. And I just had him on a couple of weeks ago. You'll have to check out that show. Ooh, that sounds so good. That's yes. amazing. Yes, you'll, him, him, and Karma. You'll have to you'll have to listen to that, and then I'll I'll let you know how to get in touch with them. That's fabulous. Yes, that's that's amazing. And I'm so teasing yeah. with him. Yeah, I'm like, ooh, <laughs> I'm like, oh my goodness. We all have to go yes. listen to that episode. <laughs> you, you'll have to check that out. You'll like it. Trust me. <laughs> yes, that's amazing. <laughs> well, yeah, we had a great conversation about living your truth. So, uh, yes. and the listeners, if they missed that, they they can check that out. It was, it, I did not expect that to come up in our conversation, but it did. It was, it was interesting. Mm, love but, that. Yeah. So, so we're not going to dive in head first. Like I said, we we want to ease into this because we want to make sure that we find our truths, and then we can we can properly get into this because it's it's that important that we do it and we do it right. So how do we start this process? Yeah, exactly. Beautiful. So like you said, like finding even know what our truth is, like we talked about. So that's like desires. So what right. is our truth? And then the speaking part can be 
just like talking about it to safe people, right? Because again, it may right. pretend your truth is something that you're like, this is so off the wall. I never thought this. <laughs> so it may feel so unsafe or like, oh my gosh, I'm shocked. So what I would suggest is maybe start to journal about it. Maybe confide in a, a, a really safe friend that you're, you know, oh my gosh, I never thought this, but I have this desire. Uh, you know, and someone that's not going to be judgmental or make you wrong, but that's going to be like, that's amazing. I want us to get good at to, to start speaking it. Um, and that's speaking those desires. And then in addition to speaking our truth is um, that as well. Like that, so the first part, let me, let me chop this up so it's a little bit more digestible. So the first part is um, speaking the desires, right? Like I said, like journaling them, speaking to people that feel safe so, and supportive. So then we're like, okay, I can do this. The next one, is, the next thing that I would suggest, and like you said, we're not going to go full deep end, but I just want you to ask, this is a great question to ask yourself throughout the day, is asking your body, what do I need? What do I need? What do I need? What do I want? What do I want? And just so, we, just so we're there. So instead of the desires feeling something, and that's okay if we do here and there, but that we alter from our brain, it's a, it's a genuine desire. And here's where the self-love piece comes in, right? It's our self-neutrality in a way is that we see and respect ourselves enough, enough that we feel worthy enough that we advocate for ourselves for those needs. Because we may say, right, like, oh, I'm listening to my body and I need to sit down. But then there might be a voice inside of us that's like, you can't sit down. Don't be lazy. You know, like, so that's where this work is so interchangeable is the desires and listening to ourselves is fabulous. But we need some of that neutrality, some of that, you know what I'm saying, with love. So we can then advocate for ourselves. So then we can know that we're worthy and deserving of having these things that we desire. True. Yeah. Well, that's like when, when we're in a situation and we're trying to figure out our boundaries mm. we have to know what we want but also what we need yes and we've got to say and we've got to know that it's okay to say what we need and what we want and to to stand for it and say yes. no this is what i need yeah and it's okay to say no, mm-hmm. I, it's okay to say I have I have to have this. Yes, yes. What's that? What's that saying? No is a full sentence, and it is, and it's it, you know, and it's it's scary. It's so scary, especially if we have people pleaser tendencies. But what's really powerful is that I what I found is a when you are in your truth, quote unquote, when you're transparent, when you're when you're taking care of yourself, and you have boundaries people respect you so much more and you are a a guiding light in a way, right? Like I know we're, and I still have more to work on with this, but before I was like such a people pleaser, it was like a joke, like just a total doormat, like come on in, you know, like, and I I had to change, like I was like, this is not going to worky. So I really had to change that. And people had a little bit of like a, wait, what? You say yes to everything. You do everything for me. So they had a little bit like a little bit record scratching moment, like a ricka ricka. And, (laughs) and then they were so happy 
because they're like, oh, finally, you're taking care of yourself. And I got a lot, you know, like, thank God. And I got a lot of, oh, I saw you do that. That means I can do that. So not right. only did I free myself, but I gave permission for others to be free, that they're like, I saw Erica do it, or I saw so-and-so do it, so you know what? I'm going to have boundaries now. I'm going to respect myself. So not, you know the deal, like when we do this work, it is absolutely for ourselves, but it frees, it gives permission to our friends, family, community. It's just, this work is like ignition in the best way possible. Well, and it it's a screening process too, because it shows us the people who don't care. Yes. Yes. No. And and the ones who, well, no, I guess just don't care does sum it up for us. Yep. One, <laughs> you know, I I don't I don't know a better way to say that. Or the ones that are just, um, are just focused on themselves and and just seriously don't don't care about us. Because mm-hmm. you know? if if we stand up for ourselves and then they. Sometimes it's people don't like change in right. us and that kind of thing. But sometimes it's just they will not put up with us not being walked on. Yes. And we, we need to know that. Yes. You know? So. Yeah. That's powerful. When you said that, I was like, yeah, that's like so, that's like a mic drop right there. Like, that's exactly, it's, it's true. Like you said, some people have a reaction and I, people that are great people had a reaction to me and then they're like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm just adjusting. So I was like, great. That's one camp. Totally fine. Where the second camp, there were some people that I was like, oh, oh, so you genuinely didn't have my back. Cool. So you, you said it perfectly. Like it wasn't, like in the shadows anymore, it wasn't wishy-washy, like me standing up for myself, it like, boom, really cleared out, like, who was genuine, who was a good friend, mm-hmm. like, it it really put a light to this. Oh, yeah. It, yep. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, some, some people have a hard time with change. Yeah. That, that's one thing. Yep. But, yeah, the other people, it, it's very distinctly different. It, it is. Yeah. It totally is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, yep. I like how you said two different camps. But, yep. yeah. Good, yes. good way to sum that up. I'm not sure I would have said it quite that nicely, but, yeah, that'll <laughs> We'll go with your way. <laughs> yeah. Considering who I who I found that did that, we'll, we'll go with your way. <laughs> 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 yeah, we'll be nice to leave it there. Okay. <laughs> okay, so that's funny. Okay, so, okay, now we're we're going to get back to pleasure yeah. and empowerment. Okay, so now this is kind of a long question. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Now, and we're going to get back to juicy stuff. So now are you ready, ready? Oh, I'm like, let's go into it. Let's juice <laughs> <Okay>. up. <laughs> okay. So now we want to talk about pleasure from a sexual empowerment standpoint. Mm. Okay. Yes. You, you didn't mess around with the question. You, you warned me. <laughs> I, I did. I did. We, well, we, we've been working up to this. You, we have. We have. We have. We have. So we're, we're a little bit past neutral now. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we've entered new territory now. <laughs> we have. We have. I, I told you we were going to get back to pleasure. It's true. <laughs> it is. It is. 
Yes. So now, now, sexual empowerment and pleasure. What what can we what can we share with the audience about that? And we we told them at the beginning to put the kids to bed. So it's, it's true. They have a fair warning at this point. <laughs> they did. They did. <laughs> yes. So from every person, that's like such a different definition. And I think first and foremost, like let's define that for you. For each listener, it's going to be different. And okay. uh, you know because one person's sexual empowerment may be vastly different than someone else. Um, and so, yeah, so what I do with my clients is that I always, you know, when we work on this particular topic, is I always ask them, like, what is your sexual story, um, your current sexual story, and what do you want it to be? So that's something for the for us, for the listeners to reflect on, like, what is it currently and what would you, like, what's the bridge? What would you like it to be? Um, because, right, like someone might, sexual empowerment might just be, I feel confident in my body. Where someone else's might be, I want to move through trauma. You know, so, and I think because it's not, we so often don't talk about defining it. It's like True. this, like, thing that we think it's like, I have, you know, I have to wear lingerie. And, you know, like, it, like we have this, like, fake thing like in that like it looks like this like it's like a dominatrix with lingerie and you know like we put it this thing outside of ourselves and I'm like no 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 like if you want that of course I, I, I celebrate that and that might not be your truth what is your truth maybe that is your truth or maybe your truth is hey Erica I just want to be able to be in my body and to breathe and stand with two feet or, or, or you know sit in my in my truth sit in my confidence so first and foremost before we even jump into the empowerment like what my question is to the listeners to us like what is empowerment to you what does right. that version even look like you know what I mean because we all have different flavors and that's fabulous but I just want to like define like what the, what is that for you um, mm. and then how can you know the next part of that is how can we get to that peace uh, that you're desiring in a way that feels really juicy, safe, empowering, and fun. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a scratch of the scratch of the surface, but I, I wanted to throw that down first because sometimes going into this conversation, it's like, ah, like, what does that mean? You know, like, or I, you know, my thing is wrong. And this, why I'm saying this is I, I just want to, uh, free up any wrongness, if that makes well, sense. I think people need to understand, too, that whatever their idea of sexual empowerment is, it's right. Yes, it's exactly. Right them. Yes. You know, it's whatever, whatever they want and feel is yep. right. Yep. You know, because everybody's perspective... Is it's it's what it is for them, you know? Exactly, exactly. And we all have different journeys, right? Like if someone, yeah. like I said, you know, like someone might be, hey, I have had a, a so much trauma, and I just want to be able to feel uh, a partner's, you know, pretend touch on my back. It could be as simple as that, and, and not 
go into a spiral. Like I just want to feel right. safe where someone else right. might be on a different, you know, different phase where they're like, I want to, you know, wear the boa and try a different thing, <laughs> you know, like, and all of it's beautiful, all of it's fabulous. But I think like you said so beautifully, like taking the shame that it all has to be this, end result, it has to be cheetah and boas and the things that we see in movies and media, that might not be your flavor. So I think first and foremost is defining your flavor and defining what your truth is, what you want your truth to be with this thing. I am, I am in no way related, affiliated to this person, but I think it's a nice start and it's a nice fun way to approach this. But um, there's a teacher, her name is Miss Jaya, or I think, I, I don't know what her, but I would Google uh, Jaya uh, Erotic Blueprints. And she actually was on a Netflix show, Sex, Love, and Goop, and she talks about the blueprints. And again, she's not, I have many teachers. She's lightly one of them, but I didn't deeply study with her, so I don't want to give too much information about her stuff. I met she has... her. Oh, you did? I met her in a class, yeah. Oh my gosh, yes. Okay, so you know yeah. the, you know about the erotic blueprints. I, I do a little bit, yes. Yes, yeah. okay. So if anyone wants is interested, because I know I love a good quiz, um, she has, <laughs> like, tell me more. <laughs> so she has a, I think she has a paid quiz, but you could totally do the free quiz, paid, whatever, you know, makes you jazzed. And uh, she breaks up the erotic into different blueprints. So, and that why I love that it takes away shame that it should yeah. be this or it should be that. It's like you kind of get an idea of um, uh, what your blueprint is, and a blueprint could be maybe your primary is sensual or kinky or sexual. You know, there's and it's just a nice way to enter this world that feels safe and inviting. I can't. That's so cool that you met her. That's amazing. I, I love that you're like I know what we were talking about. Yeah, it was. We were on a Zoom call, and oh. and we were we were in there, and she she says something. So, oh, oh, wait, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know you. <laughs> that was so good. But yeah, we were talking. But yeah, it was yes. funny. Yes, well, like said, it was. It was. It was more. We were all kind of stripped down, and we were talking. And I was like, "Yeah, I didn't recognize you, but yeah, I know who you are." <laughs> you know, so. It was funny. But, yes. Yeah, definitely. Well, mm -hmm. and and something too to consider is that if you go through certain life events, what you consider empowering and all that may change. Yeah. Especially if it's illnesses or trauma, yep. or life circumstances. So what you feel and what you think and how you view things could definitely change and they could change in major ways. Mm. So keep that in mind also. I thank you. That's so big and that's that's a huge part of my work too is I I call them seasons. And yeah. again, right? Like media glamorizes summer, quote unquote, like the season of summer. Um, right. in our sexual, so that's the, whoa, that's the boa, that's the cheetah energy, like that we know it. We've seen it in media 170 times. Uh, but what I'm encouraging too is, okay, we know what, well, first and foremost, what is your summer? But also, maybe you're in your winter right now. Like maybe you've experienced, you know, illness or, you know, a breakup or this, and maybe you're, you're in, in the winter. And instead of making yourself so wrong and saying, I should be in summer, I should be in summer. Okay, what does winter want to teach us? What does right. winter need? You know, what's your version of spring? What's your version of autumn? Like they all 
are just as valuable. All the seasons in our lives are just as valuable. They all have information. They're all an invitation for us to go deeper. And so often we make them so wrong, so bad. It should look like this. It should only be this. No, that's that's like taking, like, you know, 10%. Like, yeah, we love that, but it could be so much richer. There's so many more opportunities if we make it all right and say, you know what? I'm in autumn right now and I'm kind of mad because I want to be in summer, but (laughs) by darn it, I'm in autumn. So, okay, show me what you got. What does this mean? What am I, what is available for me? So instead of wrongness, we can look at this all as an invitation. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, we change and grow and learn so can change and grow and learn so much about ourselves through those kind of things. Exactly. So, exactly. Um, very interesting. Very yes. interesting. Yes. So how can we learn how can we use all this? Um we're actually almost out of time. But how can we use all of this to improve our relationships? Oh, so it good. Could be an hour all by itself. But. Yeah, I'm like, I'll give, I'll give the cliff notes. I promise, because <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is a whole conversation. But I'll give a, a quick and dirty, simple example. For Uh-oh. me, <laughs> for me, pleasure uh, is the most integrous version of ourselves. Because what I mean is, if we don't know how to nourish ourselves, if we don't know how to nurture ourselves. We can sometimes, uh, how do I say this? It's appropriate, of course, to lean on our partner, to ask for help, to ask friends. Of course, we need that. And sometimes when we don't know how to take care of ourselves, we do it from a little bit of an anxiety place of, please feed me the compliments. Please, like, oh, please take me out to an amazing dinner. Please, like, it's from an, instead of it from a, ooh, I already feel juiced up and my partner is just adding the rainbow, you know, the sprinkle on top. It's from a foundational depletion place. So why this work is so magical is when you are taking care of yourself, a.k.a. you're following your pleasure, you're, ta- you're nourishing yourself, right? You're like, oh, this would be pleasurable. Oh, this would be great. Oh, this would be great. And you're feeling juicy. You're feeling alive. You have boundaries. You're speaking your truth. You're saying no, full sentence no. Your partner doesn't have to make sure your needs are taken care of. You could just meet each other. It's it's not um it's two souls meeting each other or how many partners you have, whatever. It's but it's souls meeting each other instead of I need you to complete me. I need you to take care of me. I need you to make me happy. Um, you know, so again there's there's more disclaimers in that conversation, there's more to unpack another day but I think you know what I mean like if we are really taking care of our pleasure and taking care of ourselves we are alive we're filled up and then we can meet partnerships friendships relationships um, with joy and with collaboration instead of uh, neediness right oh good very well said (laughs) thank you you. (laughs) (laughs) I I tried the quick and dirty I'm like all right Erica get to the point (laughs) You're getting two thumbs up here. <laughs> yes, I love it. 
Oh gracious! Yeah, that that you complete me. I that I have hated that phrase since the first time I ever heard it, and yep. way before I was ever a coach. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, no, no. You're like, oh, there is something that does not resonate with me with this there, one. There's, I I don't know why, but that just does not work for me. I don't yep. like that. <laughs> You're like, ooh, that makes me feel weird. I don't love that one. <laughs> cringe. Yes. <laughs> I don't know why, but there's something wrong. You're like, I am cringing at this. I'm not loving it. <laughs> I didn't know why back then, but I didn't like it. Yep. So how can, how can, how can the listeners find more about you, Erica? Absolutely. Yes. So there's many ways, and I love a good free resource because I think we all, you know, we all love free resources. So, right? I'm like, we need them. So I have a ton of them at my website, which is www.wethelight.org. I'll go back there in a second. Uh, For fun and to keep up on my life and all the good things, you can go to my Instagram page, which is at wethelight underscore LLC. But let's quickly go back to the website. So the website offers a lot of free things. I have a free ebook, which we talked about, from perfectionist to pleasure expert. Quick read. Um, I have a free podcast, which you and I should definitely collaborate again. And then, <laughs> lastly, my last free resource. So they kind of go in tiers, right? Like that free book, the the free uh, podcast. So then, you know, you can just really start to take these tools and implement. And my last tool, my last free resource, uh, which I love, is a complimentary 60-minute session. There's only so much time in the day, so usually monthly, I open up some spots and then I close them. Um, so it's first come, first serve. But what I do, like I said, I open my calendar, 60-minute slots, and it's totally free, totally complimentary. We do a free session. We may talk about something that we found on the podcast today, and we go into some tools. We go into some technology. You leave feeling inspired with tools, and we also see if we're matched to work together. If we're not, great, you know, but it's a nice touch point to uh, interact with each other and have a nice conversation with each other uh, versus, you know, everything just, you know, online. But, you know, many options, many options. So, like I said, you could do all that stuff. Oh, and blog as well. Um, so whatever, whatever tickles your fancy, if it's more of, ooh, I want to have a conversation, if it's, you sound nice, but no thank you, I just want to read your book, <laughs> it's all available. Cause I, know, I know I have some extroverts, I have some introverts, it's all welcome, and I've had, I have tools for everyone that feels safe and nurturing, um, and you can get that on the website, like I said, www.wethelight.org. All right, sounds good. Yeah. Well, you'll you will have to come back. We will have to find something else to talk about, which I'm oh, sure yes. there will be something. <laughs> <laughs> we got it. I'm sure there's a topic for us to find. There, there will be another one. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh gracious! But it has definitely been fun. I hope the listeners have had nearly as much fun as we did. Yeah. But um, I thoroughly enjoyed having you on the show. Thank you. All right. And um, we will I will have uh, the re- replay of the show and all your contact information on there. And it will be at uh, lovecoachjourney.com slash we the light. How about that? Let's just keep it simple. Perfect. All right. I will do that. Yeah. And listeners. I'll be with you next time on Ready for Love Radio.